If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. Don't trick yourself into thinking that failing once or twice means that the habit won't ever stick and you're never going to follow through. All it means is that you're human, nothing more, nothing less. And the quicker recovery you have, the easier it is for you to get back on track. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Let's talk about habits. They're super interesting, right? Like most of the time when I hear the word habits, I think of like bad habits or chewing your nails or picking out your face or scrolling on your phone for too long. But lately I've been diving deep into studying habits out of general curiosity, but also in my quest to learn how to develop healthy and new habits that support the life that I want. From making sure that I'm taking my prenatal vitamins every day, to drinking more water, to getting to bed on time and moving my body every day, I've been really focused on establishing habits that support me through this season of pregnancy, but that will also outlast that baby bump. Have you ever heard that it takes 21 days to form a new habit? Well, it's actually interesting because in my research, I found that that's not actually true. As someone who's always trying to improve and better myself, I was studying up on habits and habit forming recently, and I actually made a pretty crazy discovery. At least it was really crazy to me. So the author of Atomic Habits, James Clear, published a story on his blog about a plastic surgeon from the 1950s, and his name was Maxwell Maltz. So Dr. Maltz noticed that whenever he'd perform an operation on someone like a nose job, it would take them at least 21 days to get used to seeing their changed facial features. The same went for patients who had a limb amputated. It took about 21 days or more for them to adjust to the change. Dr. Maltz used those findings to start observing his own new behaviors and noticed that it also took him a minimum of 21 days to form a new habit. The doctor eventually published a book about behavior change called Psycho-Cybernetics, where he wrote, 
These and many other commonly observed phenomena tend to show that it requires a minimum of about 21 days for an old mental image to dissolve and a new one to gel. So that's actually where this idea of 21 days for new habits started, but the message has been totally twisted with time. Notice that Dr. Malt said a minimum of 21 days is required to form a new habit, but so many teachers in the self-help sphere have taken that number and named it as a rule. In studies done since then, psychology researchers have found that it actually takes an average of more than two months for new behaviors to become automatic, aka to actually form a new habit. So if you're curious, the exact number that they landed on is 66 days. And that's just an average that also depends on a lot of different variables, like what the behavior is, the person who's implementing it, and of course, outside circumstances. So when we pull back the layers, the reality is sometimes it might take 21 days. Sometimes it might take 66 or 88 or 99 days, or sometimes it might take 200 plus days to really create and stick to a new habit. It's variable, which in some ways is super freeing if you've ever tried to get a habit to stick in 21 days and it didn't just work, but it can also be discouraging thinking of the stamina that's required to make a new habit truly stick. Now, the more that I thought about this data, the more that I realized we can't expect to totally transform pieces of our lives in a matter of a few weeks. And I think honestly, that's a solid reminder for all of us. There's no concrete timeline or deadline to making something stick or work. The other normalizing thing researchers found is that messing up or falling off track every once in a while is completely normal and it actually doesn't affect the habit formation process. Like to me, that's amazing. That's like a wild relief. I don't know about you, but when I mess up or miss a day when I'm trying to pick up a new habit, it can be so easy to just think I've ruined all of my progress. But the truth is that you can mess up. And as long as you try to pick it back up as soon as you can, you'll still be on track with building better habits. So I was totally nerding out when I found out this information because I've heard that 21 day rule for so long that I just took it as fact. And with my achiever tendencies, I've also fallen victim to thinking of habits as this all or nothing. Like if I can't stick to it 100%, it's over. But the data says it's just not true. If you're like me and you're wondering how then we can start to make new habits actually stick, well, we're going to talk about it today. Now, before we dive in, I want to tell you quick about my entirely free downloadable control planner that I made for myself when things started feeling out of control. It's where I do my daily gratitude practice, outline my growth, focus on the things that will move the needle and giving back. And you can get it right now for free at jennacutcher.com slash control planner. Again, that's jennacutcher.com slash control planner. Now let's dive on in because regardless of time, it's more about the approach when it comes to habits. So let's discuss the three most effective strategies I found that truly work when trying to develop and form new habits. Before we get into the tips, let's talk about the importance of establishing why you want to form a new habit. Can we talk about intentions for a quick sec? Now, if I could go back in time and let younger Jenna know that she didn't need to create a habit out of jumping on the elliptical more or trying some wacky diet to make herself smaller, I would. And I'd also give that girl a big, long hug. When we're implementing a new behavior to try to form a habit, we want to make sure that the intention behind it is pure and it's tied to something deep within ourselves. 
It shouldn't be to dim who you are in any way or to conform to what you think is expected of you from society or your parents or your peers. Getting really clear on why you want to form a new habit will not only keep you connected and motivated to follow through on it, but it also feels better in the long run when it's tied to a deeper goal or a value that you hold. If you decide you need to start waking up earlier just because some influencer told you that you need to in order to be more productive, well, it's not likely that you're going to want to follow through on that long term. But if you want to wake up earlier because you know you actually love mornings when you make that effort to get up and you love the feeling of having your coffee quietly while you journal before anyone else in the house is up, well, that's so much more powerful and it's motivating and it's really compelling, right? So anytime you want to take on a new habit, take a few minutes to really get clear on the intention behind it. Like investigate the why behind why you want to do something. What value is it going to add to your life? Like how will you feel if you implement it and stick to it? Is it actually meant for you or is it to please someone else? When I tied regular movement to how it makes me feel mentally and emotionally and not with the intention to just change my body and the way it looks, it finally clicked. When I began eating gluten-free because I knew it would support my desire to become a mom and impact my whole body health and my hormones and my energy, it was no longer about this diet to become thinner. It was about making healthy choices that agree with my personal body composition in order to feel my absolute best and improve my health from the inside out. So get super honest with yourself about where your desire for this new habit stems from. Why are you yearning to create it? And if you haven't yet, tie the habit to something deeper that will help you stick to it even when you're tempted to quit. So once you have your intention tied to a new habit that you want to form, the first step to try in implementing it is this method called habit stacking. Have you ever heard of habit stacking before? It's one of my absolute favorite ways to make small and tangible changes with my habits. It's another process that I learned from James Clear in his book, Atomic Habits. I talk about this book a lot, but I really love it. And basically habit stacking goes like this. Every time you do something that you do every day, aka an existing habit that you already hold, you add on the new thing that you want to do and you create an opportunity for it to be super obvious and easy to remember. Now, the hilarious part about habit stacking is that I had a habit that I wanted to implement, which was learning more each day through audiobooks. And so I challenged myself that every time I would shower, I would pop on an audiobook in order to learn. So most of my habit learnings happened while in the shower, which is actually an example of habit stacking. So the habit stacking formula is this, either after or before current habit, I will new habit. So for me, it was before I hop in the shower, I will hit play on an audiobook focused on learning. So say, for example, if you want to be better about taking your vitamins, you could stick a pill box right next to your favorite cup that you always fill with water in the morning so that every time you're filling up your water cup, you remember to take your daily vitamins. The filling of the cup triggers the habit that you want to follow it. Another one could be if you want to stretch every night before bed, you place that new habit in your evening lineup in the same place every single night. So if you normally brush your teeth and then get into bed and read for a bit and then go to sleep, you could place your yoga mat right next to your nightstand so that you can add stretching into your wind down routine. And maybe it looks like after brushing your teeth, something you already do with consistency every night, stretching for five minutes and then getting into bed, reading and lights out. You want to stack the new behavior next to your regular routine behaviors so that it almost tricks your brain into considering it a part of the routine quicker. 
It's a lot easier than trying to fit a new habit in randomly throughout your day at different times of the day. Some days doing it in the morning, other days leaving it until the afternoon or evening. Because if you can stick it into the same spot every day and stack it on top of another habit that you already hold, you'll be far more likely to stick with it. Now, I have found this hack alone to be the most effective with small changes that I want to implement into my life, like drinking more water or spending 10 minutes each day learning or actually taking my vitamins consistently. If you're trying to kickstart a larger habit, like spending an hour writing a few days a week or shifting your screen time habits, the next two tips will probably be even more helpful for you. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. I know what it's like to feel completely thrown off your game because you're just not motivated or your mind isn't in the right space. That's why I'm thrilled to tell you all about superhuman activations. Now, if meditation isn't for you, you need to try activations instead. Activations are a groundbreaking new type of audio that's this mix of a motivational podcast, cinematic music, and guided visualization. They are fundamentally different from meditation and a lot more exciting to listen to. Instead of calming you, activations are motivating, energizing, and transformative. You'll reach your goals faster whether you want to earn more money, get clarity, achieve a health goal, or feel like you're reaching your highest potential. They're essentially a shortcut to get to where you want to be and the ultimate way to visualize your future self. And you can only find them on the Superhuman app. I use and love Superhuman and find myself playing activations several times a day, whether I'm baking bread, doing my skincare, or even when I'm in the shower. Superhuman offers something completely different to other apps out there, and I cannot wait for you to try them. Take advantage of their 14-day free trial and head over to activations.com forward slash gold digger to start your trial and save over 60% off your membership. There is literally no risk. If you change your mind and forget to cancel after the trial, you're covered by their money back guarantee. The discount is only available through their website, not the app store. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. So the next way to commit to new habits is sharing your goal with others to help hold you accountable. 
I think one of the scariest parts of deciding to prioritize a new habit is the potential that we have to fail. It takes daily effort and awareness to incorporate something new into your routine, and that means you may need to sacrifice time elsewhere in order to make room for this new habit. It also means it might be difficult following through on it in a long-term capacity. That's where connecting a new habit with a deeper intention comes in, along with finding ways to hold yourself accountable. That could look like looping in your partner or roommate or close friend and asking them to check in with you every so often on your goal. It could also mean looping in your community online, whether it's on social media or with your email list. Just speaking a new goal out loud and telling others, hey, I'm trying this new thing. I'm saying it out loud to keep myself accountable can be a hugely motivating step that supports your ability to actually follow through. But here's the thing. I think so many of us skip this because doing that feels super vulnerable, especially if we were to fail, which if you're human, odds are you failed at a goal or a new habit before. So for us, it's way easier to decide to just try something new in silence and start going for it. And that way, if we fall off the wagon, the only person we're disappointing is ourselves. I mean, I am the queen of this thing I call the shame cycle, the one where you commit to something, you follow through for a little bit, you fall off the bandwagon, and then you sit and wallow in a puddle of shame for a while, disappointed in yourself yet again. Like, does anyone else do this? I mean, I am literally the worst at the shame cycle because I am very much an all or nothing person. That's why I'm studying habits so intensely. But here's the thing. When we keep our goals a secret, it's actually this sneaky deception that we start to believe in, probably because we're worried about protecting our egos. We don't want to get bruised. And in reality, you actually have a 65% chance of completing a goal if you commit it out loud to someone else, whether it's a friend or even in a social media post. Like seriously, I'll take a 65% chance of success that comes just from admitting the thing that you're attempting to do. That number is according to a study from the American Society of Training and Development. And they also found that you have up to a 95% chance of completing a goal if you set an accountability appointment with someone. That means if you set regular check-in discussions or updates with someone that you trust in order to keep you accountable, you'll have almost a 100% chance of sticking with your goal. Like, isn't that incredible? That's why people hire accountability and business and life coaches, because it forces them to get clear on goals. And then they know this check-in is going to happen every so often. And someone's going to ask to see how their progress is coming along. If you can push past the fear of failure, accountability can do wonders for sticking with something that you want to achieve. Now, if the thought of like sharing this new habit with a human being freaks you out, I want to also acknowledge that accountability can come from non-human sources too. I'm here to rep human connection first, but if that's like a little bit too intimidating to get you off of the starting line, opt for a different kind of accountability. Like you've seen those giant water bottles with the hash marks for every water drinking milestone of your day, right? I see those all the time on Instagram. Like something about those little benchmarks and not wanting to fall behind on your water intake is enough to keep you accountable to your new habit. Or like how I use my control planner when I'm feeling super overwhelmed or I want to be more growth focused. Sometimes it's as simple as writing down what you're going to do or adding boxes for each day that you want to adhere to a new habit and having the satisfaction of ticking that box when you complete it. Like if you're a pen and paper kind of person, 
Add your new habit to your daily control planner. And remember, you can snag my exact one that I use entirely for free at jennacutcher.com slash control planner. If you prefer to use like an app on your phone, you can search the app store for habit tracker and just start adding your new habits in. Tracking your habits in this way is actually part of the science behind habits at stick. According to research published in a piece by Forbes, habits have three components, the cue or trigger, the action, and their reward. The reward might be the most critical element of a habit that sticks. Like our brains love hits of dopamine, that naturally occurring feel-good chemical that comes when we do something or eat something or see something, feel something, or otherwise experience something that we love and enjoy. So how do you get that dopamine hit from a new habit that might actually be somewhat unpleasant? Say, for example, adding a high-intensity workout to your daily routine. Well, it can be as simple as crossing the item off of your list or filling in that accountability bubble in your planner, but it could also be arranging for something you love after your workout, an uninterrupted hour of guilty pleasure television after the gym sesh, or a massage at the end of the week if you hit all of your workouts. Get creative and figure out ways to reward yourself that will keep you in alignment with the habit that you are trying to create. Finally, the third best way to make new habits stick is to create routines that support your new habit. If you're trying to squeeze 14 new things into an already busy schedule, it's simply not sustainable, right? Something's got to give. So whether you need to let go of some other commitment or shift around your daily routine, it's important to make sure that you truly have the mental capacity and time bandwidth to take on that new habit. Once you do get into a new routine, it becomes natural for you over time. But remember, not always in 21 days. And so creating space to incorporate a new habit means some things might have to change in order to make room or time for it. If you want to form a new habit of getting up early, that habit won't be sustainable if it's added to your life without recognizing how it impacts everything else. A habit of waking up earlier probably means going to bed earlier or eliminating your afternoon coffee so that you can get more restorative rest, allowing you to wake up with your alarm or even before it. I find it helpful to scribble out a list of the habit supporting things that I can do to give myself the best chance to stick to a new habit through that 21 phase and beyond. Leave your yoga mat next to your bed. Pick out your gym clothes the night before. Heck, even just put a sticky note somewhere unmissable that reminds you to do that thing and then rip it down with a celebratory cheer when you do it. Remember that small steps too are so much better than no action at all. If you have a big goal like spending your entire weekend off of email or social media, it helps to start small and build up to something as substantial as that. Start with just taking a half day off or fill your time that you would be spending online doing something else that fills up your cup. Once that feels normal and routine, make it a full day. Then after that, add on another day. Your confidence will start to grow when you see yourself even making small progress. Or like, let's say you want to start cooking more at home. It's probably not feasible to pick seven meals for every night of the week and expect yourself to cook from scratch every single day when you're not used to it. Start with one or two meals a week until it feels natural. Then add on another day and another meal over time when it feels good. And remember that some backsliding is to be expected. And honestly, it's completely a normal part of the process. It's just a part of trying something new. So don't trick yourself into thinking that failing once or twice means that the habit won't ever stick and you're never going to follow through. All it means is that you're human. Nothing more, nothing less. And the quicker recovery you have, the easier it is for you to get back on track. 
That means staying out of the judgment of yourself and instead simply acknowledging, hey, it didn't happen for one day or one week, but that doesn't mean I can't pick up where I left off tomorrow. Even though we can't always control outside circumstances or a bad day knocking us off a track, we can control our attitude about jumping back into things. Stay connected to that deeper, that inner why, the reason why you wanted to pursue this habit in the first place. If you can go into every single day acknowledging that intention and keeping it front of mind, then you'll have a much easier time finding motivation to continue on with your new goal or habit. And remember, it's going to take time. How much time is uncertain? It could be 21 days. It could be 210. But if you focus on taking it just one day at a time and work on small incremental bits of progress, you'll find yourself tracking towards a new habit that will make you feel incredible from the inside out. And that's an amazing thing that you should be so proud of. So I hope you're with me on this journey of creating new and better and healthier habits. And I hope that today's episode just inspires you to start taking that tiny action. No matter how slow or tiny your steps are, forward is forward. And I think that's always something that we should be celebrating. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gold Digger podcast. And of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals and let's get those new habits into motion. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.